Well, to accept yourself, you have to first forgive yourself for not having accepted yourself and free yourself from the need to be accepted by others and be willing to recognize that you can't accept yourself until you know yourself and that the ego not being the real self and lacking real being is incapable of accepting itself because the ego is originally a creation of others. It's a creation of the parents' imposition of their fantasies on the individual. They gave each one their name and their uh, position in a family system and determined roles and attitudes, at least originally and even, even determined uh, one's role as an oppositional figure to the system. So the ego must first realize, or the consciousness must first realize that the ego has no free will, and it is not programmed to accept itself. It's programmed to want to earn the approval of the other, or to avoid the other in order to avoid disapproval or domination by the other or whatever other kinds of pathological relations it has suffered in childhood. And so the ego's uh, will is determined by a personality strategy that was decided upon in early childhood and that usually is much more concerned with the other than it is with itself. So... To achieve self-acceptance, first of all, we must enter into a state of silent presence that is non-judgmental and that recognizes that the self is not the thinking apparatus or the thoughts that arise from that apparatus. It, it, the self has nothing to do with mental objects that arise or emotions that arise especially not the most uh, negative and uh, poisonous affects, shame and guilt and, and terror and dread and depression and anxiety and all of those. So first one must separate from being at risk to be uh, overwhelmed by those negative feeling states that come from conditionings and from... Uh, uh, a frame of reference that is inaccurate. And then when one can understand that the self is the mystery of presence that is not the body, not the thoughts, not anything that is an objective reality, but is that which perceives all that which ha had been considered objective reality, then one can turn one's attention inward to the unknown self. And that is what must be accepted. One's own unknownness, one's own self as the mystery, as the unknowable and the unattainable, because the self can't be grasped by the mind. And so the tendency to want to grasp, to control, to possess, 
that tendency of the ego must be let go. The hand of thought must be open, as a Zen master said in a famous book. The hand of thought must be open and silenced so that the true nature of the self that transcends the linguistic coding that we have learned to think with and the two-valued logic in which our language is based and, and stuck can open to the paradoxical nature of the fact that the real self is both being and non-being. It is both absence and presence, emptiness and fullness. And it cannot be knowable as an object, and so one can only know who you are by surrendering and being absorbed into that presence. That is the real meaning of self-acceptance. To accept that the consciousness of the self is not different from what you think you are. Let go of the identification with thought and the real I that had been bound to the I thought and the images of the self connected with body and with the phenomenal plane will be liberated into the naked awareness that derives from the Supreme Source. And in that, there will be a sense not only of acceptance, but of divine love in which there is a reunification with that Source. And one will feel that one is accepted and that one is the source that is all accepting, all forgiving, all merciful, all loving. And the unification of this duality of the beloved and the lover of that source will be unified in a way that can never be again split or broken. <laughs>